Rome if you want to. That's the message coming from the EU this week as the bloc's new mobile roaming regulations come into effect. I'm James Panicki, MLEX's Brussels Managing Editor, and these new laws took hold in Europe today, and we're recording this podcast on Thursday, June the 15th. They're supposed to allow EU users of mobile devices to cross national borders and roam like at home. That's a catchphrase that we're hearing a lot at the moment. Roam like at home. In other words, you should be able to go on holiday in another European country and download data and use mobile phone connections without facing the heartbreak of returning home to a massive bill from your provider. And we all know that crossing borders without batting an eyelid is exactly what the EU is supposed to be about. It was meant to be a good news story, but MLEX's chief telecoms correspondent, Magnus Franklin, isn't buying that narrative. In his analysis of the new rules, Magnus argues that whatever the new policy's merits, lawmakers are likely to have to return to the drawing board at some stage very soon to fix some of the problems of the new model. Magnus, it's always a pleasure to talk roaming with you. Thank you very much for taking the time. Hello, James. And now you're arguing that lobbyists are already gearing up for what you're calling roaming Mark V, and we'll get onto that in just a moment. But first, just walk us through it. The EU says that the end of roaming is good news for consumers. What's your take on this? Absolutely. I mean, um, it's, it's, uh, it's not a, a complete fraud. I mean, there's going to be uh, thousands of people going, millions of people mm-hmm. going on holiday this summer who won't be able to, you know, won't have to worry about... Uh, uh, what they're shelling out on their uh, YouTube videos and uh, and Facebook uh, updates and Instagram uploads and so on, um, which is which is great news. I mean, a, a lot of people will benefit. Um, I wouldn't say that everyone will, but uh, absolutely, the the good news message is there. Yeah, well, let's talk about those consumers who who will benefit and those who won't benefit. The problem is maybe that the EU has overpromised uh, on this this file. Uh, you could argue that losers will include the uh, people, for example, in uh, Finland or Lithuania, uh, who will continue to have to pay uh, roaming surcharges on their data, notably, um, albeit at a much lower rate than today. Uh, but they will still not uh, get what they were promised, which is free roaming. Well, let's let's open a, a quick parenthesis on that. Why is it that those countries will not? Uh, have the free roaming that uh, other parts of, uh, of other consumers in other parts of Europe might uh, might have. Basically, it boils down to the fact that they are they're very advanced digital economies with cheap data and plentiful data. Uh, and if you have cheap and plentiful data and you have to pay for it at wholesale level, um, that cost has to factor through somehow uh, in the operators' bills. As a result, in a way, they're being penalised for the fact that they are advanced economies with advanced uh, internet connections already. Absolutely. It's a transfer of value uh, from the the advanced digital north uh, towards the south. All right. Well, so much for consumers. What about the operators? Will all of them uh, suffer from the end of roaming to the same extent? Absolutely not. And I think this is uh, something that we've seen in every roaming regulation to some extent, but now it's extra pronounced. So uh, the real losers are the small guys. Uh, We're kicking the small guys, the MVNOs that don't have their own network. Uh, who can't host any incoming roaming traffic and won't be able to earn the wholesale money that the bigger operators uh, can. Um, and well, let's explain that yeah. for a moment, because they don't operate the, the, the networks, obviously, because they're not big enough to be able to do that. So they won't get that additional uh, income for when roaming users enter their, their own uh, their own jurisdictions. Absolutely. If you're a big operator and you have lots of incoming traffic and lots of outgoing traffic, the cost basically balances itself out. Mm-hmm. If you're a small operator, you don't get any inbound traffic, 
it's only going to be a cost. And talk to me about niche operators, which you've mentioned in your article. What what are we talking about in, in that case? Um, they are they're small operators, uh, normally uh, on the very low uh, price uh, bracket, or operators that target certain communities uh, with cheap calls to, let's say, Turkey for the diaspora in, in Germany or, or the Netherlands, or ones that specialize in, in uh, cheap calls, data, and so on. So, in other words, uh, on, on that front at least, size matters, but there's also uh, an issue of geography, isn't it? Absolutely. There's also a sort of a north-south divide here. Absolutely. And, and there again, you can see that the, the, the north is effectively uh, sending money south um, because the wholesale rates that have been set uh, are uh, actually quite high. Uh, the operators down south will always complain, uh, but you could make the argument that they've had 15 years now to milk uh, our roaming tariffs, and if they haven't built their networks with that money, uh, we can't really expect them to start doing it now. Well, let's explain that just for a moment. I know that we've talked about this in, in many other podcasts, but uh, the, the north-south divide is uh, really hinges on the fact that many people travel south to Mediterranean countries uh, for their holidays. While there, there will be an expectation that they'll be able to roam like at home. Uh, that, uh, that that creates uh, disparity and that creates problems. Just talk us through that. Yeah, so basically you, you get a situation where uh, uh, at, the, at the basic level you have the beaches uh, along the coast of Spain uh, which lie empty uh, during the winter months and then you get a, a small army of, of Germans and other uh, pale uh, Nord, Nordic types <laughs> uh, descending on, on them in the summer. And, and of course you, there's a, a reasonable... Uh, argument in saying that it costs money to build these networks for a very short period of time. Uh, on the other hand, uh, there is also uh, a reality that uh, these networks don't lie completely unused. Uh, so you couldn't say that the networks just wouldn't be there um, without uh, without these tourists. But explain the additional step here, and that is the transfer of money from north to south. Given that no. these countries are the ones that don't have the well uh, have to. Their networks have to carry the burden of this additional uh, traffic during summer, summer period. Why do they end up gaining more from from the relationship? Well, because uh, the EU has decided to regulate the wholesale rates. Uh, so uh, let's take data again. Uh, it's seven euro seventy per gigabyte uh, that uh, an operator from, let's say, the Netherlands will have to pay to an operator in the Mediterranean uh, when uh, their customer goes there. Uh, and this is money that the, the operator uh, hosting the traffic will earn, and it's a, a cost for the home operator. All right, so all of, I mean, we've obviously outlined a, a, a litany of problems, and you said that all things considered, it's not a bad thing, but there are problems, and these problems, according to your analysis at least, will lead, uh, lead us to uh, have this conversation again in a year's time uh, to talk about roaming Mark V, as you've dubbed it. In other words, lobbyists are now uh, gearing up for the next round of debates on this. You're absolutely sure of this, are you? Absolutely. I mean, it's written uh, black and white in the uh, regulation uh, that is due for a review uh, starting in 2018 uh, and then launching in 2019. Because the problems uh, that have dogged this whole regulation uh, won't disappear. Uh, just because uh, you end up eliminating roaming rates at a retail level. Uh, so next time we revisit it, uh, all the arguments will get hauled up again, uh, the old fights will, will be restarted, uh, and uh, there won't be any more easy to solve uh, in 2019 than they were this year. Will the landscape have changed by then? Because, I mean, for example, with the smaller operators, which you're arguing will be disadvantaged by the new regime, could some of those uh, smaller operators be pushed off the market and could we be facing a... a a landscape in which there are fewer operators around. Absolutely, they will. They have a double uh, disadvantage. Uh, either they'll have to pay, 
the roaming fees uh, and therefore increase their prices, making them less competitive. Alternatively, of course, they can turn off roaming altogether for their customers uh, and maintain their low prices. But how do you compete uh, with someone who's uh, trying to match your price and offering roaming at the same time? So in, in other words, it, they will be facing stiff com competition from those companies that are able to offer roaming. But there's a, a, a type of consumer which we've not mentioned yet, but which you talk about in, in your article, and that is the consumer that never leaves national borders. Now, there are people that never travel, um, much as though that might surprise EU policymakers. What about them? I mean, they, in a way, are uh, covering some of the, the, the cost of this new initiative, even though they never cross a border. Absolutely. They're, they're really the biggest losers in this. They're, uh, for operators that do uh, follow the spirit of this regulation and do eliminate roaming surcharges, what we're seeing is that we have the people that don't travel footing the bill of those who do. And you can always make the argument that, uh, again, operators can decide not to offer roaming uh, on some of the tariffs for these uh, people. Uh, but it, again, I think we're looking at a, a situation where that doesn't really play out well in the market. Magnus, uh, it's a pleasure as always to talk telecommunications with you. We should do it more often. Absolutely, James. Thanks. Magnus Franklin is MLEX's chief telecoms correspondent. His analysis on the new roaming rules is a roller coaster ride, and it's titled New EU Mobile Regime Pits Roamers Against Stay at Homers, Prompting More Change. It's a long read, but a good one. So do yourself a favour and go and find it right now. I'm James Paniki. Thank you very much for listening. Bye for now.